welcome to the AA Show on Aria Avenger Show for May 8, 2019. How is it going? Man, got two weeks have passed and then the, I guess a lot have happened. I finally caught up with the Avengers Endgame and also the, what's its face, the uh, Game of Thrones had two episodes. So, uh, you know, as the title suggests, those are the two main things I want to talk about. So, uh, well, before that, uh, I was in... I was in Florida last Thursday, Friday, came back Sunday morning. I'd never been to Florida, Fort Lauderdale. Didn't get to go to Miami in full, but um, what did I think about Florida? And then the Cinco de Mayo weekend celebration. God, it was it was super hot. It was like 85, 87, and then we had thunderstorms, and then everyone's like, oh, weather's well, so unpredictable in the, in the peninsula over there. Peninsula? I had a, is it a peninsula? I don't remember. The panhandle, sorry. So the, but the thing was that, I mean, weather changes so much. My, the, when the plane landed, well, it couldn't land for about forty-five minutes. We're hovering around until the clouds cleared and everything, and then they had to let the smaller or the the planes with the low fuels go first and land first. So uh, there was a bit of a delay there, and the th- I don't know. The Delta app started adding this new thing where, hey, where's my plane option before you board and stuff. And I started doing logistics in my head and how, you know, kind of appreciate how the airlines and all that fly. So for in my plane's case, it flies from Detroit to Fort Lauderdale. But the plane actually came before from uh, Seattle to Detroit. So that's about four and a half hour flight. And then this is a two and a half hour flight, maybe eight hours in total considering everything. So pilots have a full day work there coming from Seattle to Fort Lauderdale. And then the plane coming back, it came from JFK to Fort Lauderdale, but Fort Lauderdale to, uh, well, JFK to Fort Lauderdale the night before, and then from uh, Fort Lauderdale, Detroit, and then Detroit to Phoenix, I think, where that plane went the Sunday afternoon, and then call it a day there. So I found that whole fuel, it got me started thinking when they were talking about the fuel amount that's left as we were hovering around the areas in the south florida so i was like yeah we were delayed a little bit maybe 15 minutes yeah maybe 10 minutes you know kept doing that i was like all right all right and then the worst part was i was holding off it's a two and a half hour flight you know (laughs) from pissing basically and as the plane started descending i was like fuck it and then i decided to go for it and then it's the most interesting experience as you're holding your entire piss and then walk all the way to the back you know gingerly walk so funny with with your balls and dicks like all cuddled together between your legs and then uh, you get to the back and then the plane starts shaking because you're descending and then you try to concentrate peeing and then also the thing about this bathroom was that the the door little handle underneath the sink where you have the pressure and all that for suction and all that stuff the door started opening and kept hitting my knee i was like what the fuck what the fuck and then i try to close it, it won't stay closed so this plane is clearly falling apart this airbus that i was on then i found out later i took a photo of this later i looked down on my uh left leg because i was on the window seat one of the screw was coming out and i'm like god is this plane really falling apart what the fuck is going on anyways got there and the fort lauderdale airport is basically a mini lax way the terminals are arranged but hella smaller a lot of people fly over there in place of miami and stuff it's 30 miles north of miami right and more and more people are coming so there's a, obviously a congestion problem there, and but it, and I'm just like I don't know I I didn't like Florida that much. <laughs> I didn't like it. I I mean, just it's just humid, can't breathe. I 
I'm just used to the West Coast, you know, kind of heat. 85 degrees in Texas or Arizona or in LA, that's better than the heat down there. So if you're from there, I guess I can understand, like, you can take it and then you come to Colorado and be like, God damn, this is way too thin. Maybe if I stay there, I'll get used to it. But I'm like, this is way too damn hot. I cannot sit and drink five hours and all that alcohol. I got to keep hydrating myself. I'm not used to this. My body's not used to this. I, I don't know how people do it down there. I guess they party hard that way. But anyways, it was all right. I, I, I kind of want to go see the Marlins and stuff. I had a lot of fun. Food was really good, though. I'll, I'll say the, the all the fish that I had, uh, you know, all the tuna tacos, fish tacos, and all those. It was really good. Food was really good. I wanted to. I thought about trying a Korean food down there. I uh, didn't get to, so uh, if I visit next time, I will. Uh, there are a couple places that I found re- I'm really interested in checking out. But, um, you know, if I if I live there, you know, that's like a gauge of the, you know, my living standards. Like, could I live here? I don't think I can. I'm too used to the north and the west at this point. But, you know, who knows what might happen in life, right? So, anyways, um, I have other stories about Florida, but I, I want to save that for another time because I don't want to kill too much time. So... Game of Thrones, what the hell happened? Um, so episode one and two, if you listened to two weeks ago, I said it was a goddamn drag. It didn't, nothing really happened. I, I have no emotional association, attachment whatsoever. So spoilers everywhere this entire goddamn episode uh, for the you know for the Avengers and the uh, Game of Thrones. So episode three was a big episode about the big war, the winter that we all waited for about eight years or so, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I gotta say, it was a hella dark episode. Literally, like, color-wise, it's dark. I had to increase my brightness of my TV watching it the second, third time. And what whatever I predicted in the preview episode kind of happened from episode 114 from about a month ago. I said, I'm way too used to wrestling finishes with the dusty finishes, they call it, the lame-ass finishes. And I got like, oh, it just died. So, way the Night King just ended... Uh, I as satisfying as it is that Arya got to do it, I am just like, dude, that's it, that's it, that's how it ended. And then maybe there's some speculations like, oh, maybe they could show up again. Maybe, maybe the Night King and then the Winter is never over, you know. But I'm like, more and more after watching episode four, I was like, dude, no, 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 you cannot bring that character back. It's it's dead and gone. You can't. The the biggest gripe that I have against is that one, not enough people died. I thought Brienne was gonna die. I thought some other people are going to die. That didn't happen. Yes, Jorah died. Uh, one of the Night Watchers died. Uh, the, the fucking, uh, the, the, the Brotherhood guy died. You know, uh, you know, uh, you know all that. Th- and then one of the Dragon died. Well, not exactly. Died be- after in the episode four. I'm just like, I, no, not really. And the, all the Dothrakis died for some reason. So I just like, I, I wish for more death. Like, why is Podrick alive? What did he do to earn this? Samwell somehow lived and he decided to fight. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I wish more women died. You know, that kind of stuff. I just go like, I, I just, I can't buy this. All the hype of, if you want to give a traumatic loss, like an Avengers Infinity War level, half the universe wiped. You say, you would have wiped half the Winterfell and then whatever that was there, including the main characters. They didn't do that. I was a little pissed. Number two, strategically, it was goddamn awful. Why did the Dothrakis go all the way in to begin with and then rush in with their fucking red witch fires and their fucking swords? I never understood the tactic. 
And then I said this leading up to this battle. I was like, well, King's Landing and Cersei got awesome-ass fucking arrows and new weapons. Where's all that technology and innovation in Winterfell to good old country boys of the fucking north? Nothing. You got all that dragon glass. The dragon glass came into complete ineffectiveness because everybody who survived didn't have a, the goddamn winter glass, I guess. Yeah, every significant kill came from Valyrian steel, including the Night King and then Jon Snow. And then Brienne and Jamie, you know, all that stuff. Jorah, he died with the Valyrian steel. But I'm just like, what was the significance of the dragonglass? You didn't make new weapons. I mean, you're creating these traps and then the, whatchamacallit, the trenches, which is fire. And then I'm just like, fire is the best you can do? Why don't you have like multi-arrow shooting fucking dragonglass bow and arrow? I don't know. Where's all that? You, you're... Like tactics are god awful Strategies are god awful And then for some reason none of them thought of Actually escaping Winterfell And heading over to Yara's island or something No escape plan whatsoever And I'm just like just Let's just hide in a fucking chamber How stupid is this I, I, It's to create the suspense and thrill And the drama But just watching this objectively Because I have no emotional attachment to anybody on this show at all because otherwise you're just gonna be disappointed i just go oh okay so and then like Arya somehow snuck up and then fucking stabs night king and then boom the end the end just like that no showdown between john and the night king well my prediction did come true they're not gonna touch they're not gonna touch until the big moment and then the big moment never actually came so i was like what the fuck i guess it's like a throwing it off and be like no he's not the chosen one for the night king in this sense you know, oh yeah, the fucking uh, Theon died, which I didn't give a shit about. I wish he died earlier. I thought Theon and fucking Sansa are gonna hook up, and I'm like, really? But you know, I I just I didn't care about Theon. He betrayed the he betrayed the family. You know, he did all this shit. He lost his dick. I don't care. He's a tortured man. I don't care. I really don't. I didn't feel for any of the losses. I wish there was a more loss. So we move on to the episode four. And then you have that whole thing about the Starbucks cup showing up, which I didn't catch the first time. And then by this, by the time you hear this episode, the Starbucks cup has been <laughs> has been edited out. So that happened. But it, it, it the both episodes three and four, starting with these, have become uh, more than an hour, like eighty minutes or so, eighty to ninety minutes. And I just go like I, I so the I felt the last twenty five to thirty minutes of the uh, big battle was a drag. And I was like, oh, come on, guys, come on. And then I'll, I haven't watched the episode four the second time yet, but then I just go like the first 40 really felt like a drag. And then I just like, this, this could have been cut down. And I mean, yes, like Brienne hooked up. Tormon got a other random ass chick instead of Brienne, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, fucking Gendry got promoted as a lord of whatever. And then ask, I mean... He just like falls in love with Arya and then Arya fucking friend zones him or like, oh, you know what? No, that was a good one time fling. And I'm like, okay. But I'm just like, I'm just like, whatever. I like, I, I don't care about any of this. Like, yeah, cold, cold, whatever. And then Daenerys, for some tac- weird tactical reason, Sansa is correct. I can't believe how smart she's coming off the entire time after Cersei. So. You know, Cersei's a smart one, calculating all this correctly. They got all these massive number of bows and arrows that they had in the season seven or whatever, or the season six. I can't remember season seven. And then the dragon, the smaller one that somehow survived, along with the wolf ghost, 
just died. And then I just started laughing. And I'm like, yeah, you were meant to die. So it's okay. But then I'm like, wow, that is the saddest way of dying. But I just go like, oh, dragons are vulnerable. And then it was like nothing. And then Daenerys is down to one fucking dragon. And I don't know why she does decide to attack the way she did to begin with. You know, without calculating. The more we wait, Cersei gets stronger. Well, she was already strong. And then you kind of fucked yourself into it. And then you didn't give your army any of the rest and all that shit. I mean, we'll see what happens in the rest of the battle. And you lose Missandei. And Missandei's head gets chopped off. And I go like... Well, you know what? That's more of a, you know, I Masande is my favorite girl, okay? On GOT. Out of all of them, she's my favorite. Number one. Number one. Masande, number one. However, I just go like, and then when they show the chains, I just go like, oh, is this a Dorn lady they're going to show? It's like, yeah, but then that's not going to have an effect on Daenerys. And I'm like, oh, that's my ally, but then what's the point of killing Dorn lady in front of fucking Daenerys? And then the Grey Worm and those guys. So anyways... I think, oh, they killed her. Um, like I, I as soon as she got caught off of the water, I just go like whatever. And then since the fucking uh mountain killed him, I just go like okay, this is gonna be a handicap match, mountain versus hound and Grey Worm, cause Grey Worm cannot take on him by himself. I don't know, maybe with a fucking poison spear again, but he's wearing an armor, so how are you gonna penetrate that fucking armor? So mountain has to look strong. This is where my wrestling logic comes in. Well, you, you got a big ass monster like that's like a big show or Braun Strowman, and then you got two puny, tinier guys. I mean, Hound is not small, small, but he's like he's relatively small compared to the Mountain. And then Grey Worm is a great soldier, and then he fought off a whole bunch of the slave owners and back in the back in the deserts. But I'm like, well, he ain't gonna do all by himself either. So I'm just like, all right, it's gonna be a tag team match, and then like uh, maybe the Game Ball ends with them fucking dumping into the fire or some shit so anyways so i i just go like i'm looking forward to that matchup probably next episode maybe they'll leave it last the great game bowl they'll be like oh that'll be the last episode to close out the fucking battle of king's landing kind of thing and Jon Snow's gonna show up with his army and be like, yeah, like, we showed up with the support troop now daenerys knows that uh she fucked his her nephew Yet, she still loves him, and I'm like, the fucking logic in this, and I'm like, can you stop fucking your nephew? And I'm just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You know what I mean? So I just go like, <laughs> I cannot I cannot take this, take this seriously. Maybe Jon Snow eventually gets in there. Or, it's like, actually, all of this that happened for the eight seasons was completely meaningless, and uh, it didn't have to happen. But however, I am here. I'm the rightful heir to this thing. And then... But then that's gonna undercut Daenerys, and it's like, what the fuck, Daenerys? And then now, like, Varys and fucking uh, Tyrion are discussing, okay, what should we do? Like, Daenerys is making dumbass decisions. And then, so you're having two conflicts of a uh, fucking opinion. You know, Varys is like, you know, I'm here for the fucking people. Tyrion's like, yo, be fucking loyal and all that shit. So there's that goddamn drama. But honestly, I don't know. I'm just like, you know what? Varys, you do your thing. You know, what difference does it make, right? But. <laughs> So they have that another third story going, and Sansa, she's just been like, I'm gonna see him north, but like, what the fuck, what the fuck, whatever. So maybe Sansa is gonna be the one taking over in the end. Oh, but she's gonna be the warden of the north. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> so, but anyways, I I just go. I kind of lost interest. I kind of lost interest in the rest of this. I was like, okay. So now I start liking Cersei. I guess this is how the regular GOT happened. Once you start liking someone, that person's gonna come down hard. So it's like, uh, I like Cersei, but 
because I like Cersei and many people start liking her, and then many people really hate her and want to see her die, I'll be like, I guess Cersei's going to die. At the hands of who? People are guessing Arya based on the whole eye color shit. And then, or like Jamie or something. I don't know. But then maybe, I, maybe it's both. Like Jamie just stands there, or like Arya gets close, or maybe Arya shows up with fucking Jamie's face or some shit. I don't know. So, what's the point of having all the Lannister that's not Tyrion at this point, right? Or maybe Tyrion dies just to shock people. It's like, Varys is like, you got in the fucking way. You know, that kind of shit. I don't know. But, uh, am I like super excited about the rest of it? No, I feel like I'm getting dragged by some of these. Just like, get to it, get to it, you know. I'm having that mood uh, in these like 80, 90 minute episodes. So, two episodes left. Let's see what happens. I am still emotionally detached. I just go like, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little ticked off. That's about it. So, ticked off that it's not as exciting as I thought. So, that said, what about the Avengers, the endgame? So, uh, back to the Florida a little bit. I, I, I completely ADD'd and I didn't know what time people were landing. So, I got in about five hours earlier than everybody. So, I decided to go to Airbnb first. As soon as I dropped it off, I found the nearest theater that I could buy the online ticket from with a reserved seating. Found one. It was a dine and sit, watch theater, AMC theater down in Fort Lauderdale. And uh, I got the one last seat. And then I was like, all right, let's go. The movie showing was at uh, 7.15. I left at 7.15. I go like, yeah, tw- I'm going to calculate about 20 minutes of the trailers at this stage. And then sure enough, I walk in and then I see the last of the trailers. And then it's, it was about 7.35. I walked in. I ordered the food and all that late. Uh, and then the movie started about 7.40 or so. It was like, boom, perfect timing. So I said three hours. It's like what? And everyone's like arguing about the bathroom break and stuff. And I'm like, I'll fucking hold it. If I could hold almost three hours on the airplane coming down here, surely I can hold. I did not make it. About halfway through, I went to the fucking bathroom when Tony and uh, Howard Stark started having a conversation. Second time, uh, you know, outside the briefcase moment. I go like, yeah, I missed that conversation. Uh, Some of it, I guess the critical part of it, but I got like that's a fucking filler So what did I think about the Avengers Endgame? Uh, I'll be honest because I'm I have no absolute patience whatsoever I try to get the spoilers and all that beforehand, you know uh, on a Tuesday Before the movie premiere Thursday and then if you try to read the Wikipedia as soon as a movie comes out A lot of times it makes no absolute sense because somebody rushed writing it out so even if I read all of it, I kind of go like, I think I understand 75% of this, but some of these make absolute no sense, so I still got to go see it. And then all the Reddit predictions or whatever somebody put together, you know, leaked and stuff, I go like, okay. After watching the movie, I go like, uh, I guess 90% of it was correct, but 10% of the logic was actually filled out by watching the movie itself. So I just kind of like, okay. But BK was like, why are you watching all this if you don't know the surprises? I'm like... Some of these are not surprises in my opinion. I just go like, okay, Captain and Tony go away. Tony will die. They had to. Tony Stark started this whole MCU 10-year, three-phase, you know, adventure. He's the Hulk Hogan. This is like WrestleMania 3 to the fucking WrestleMania 10, WrestleMania 6-ish, okay? So Hogan must pose the fucking Vince McMahonism that we had him wrestling. I'm comparing to wrestling again. He's a main star. He kicked us off. He's a main symbol, you know, the leader of this thing. So he had to do it. So I understand why they did what they did. However, the, some of the logic in this movie, there is no logic 
You know, they. I'm glad that they kind of wrapped all the storylines and characters nicely. I don't mind the you know Black Widow dying. I don't mind you know. I don't mind Captain going to the old timeline, although that kind of fucked with my head a little bit. So, the fact that they introduced the time travel, I thought it was the cheapest cop out. I just go like, oh, why don't you just go back and do it? Or like, when uh, no Don Cheadle's character Rhodes asks, like, why don't you just go back and kill the Thanos as, as a baby? It's like, no, that's not how that works. You know, which kind of explains like you have that reality, but that doesn't change your reality and your dimension at that moment, right? It's like, oh, I guess so. So when you come back, what the fuck is the difference killing that? You just saved that universe. Maybe I'll just stay there and live there like Cap did. Maybe that's not a bad idea after all. You know what I mean? As you kind of know what might happen down the road. Because you fucked a lot of timelines in this sense, you know? It's like, and then you bring back the fucking stone or whatever, which to begin with, Captain America decided to go back. And then like, so a few flaws with a time travel argument. One, Thor goes back to the time when they got the ether. And I'm just like, why did they have to go to the... Why didn't they go to the timeline? So they said, oh, let's combine the timelines together for the Spade Stone and the Mind Stone at the Battle of New York, right? Okay, that's smart. You lump that together. And then the Soul Stone and the Power Stone together in the Guardians of the Galaxy timeline. Well, why didn't you combine that with a fucking ether one? And then say, We're, let's go to the Collector and then just break it out of it. You know, instead of, I'm going to suck this out of the thing. I guess they created a tool to do that. Now, when they went to go get the ether, the reality stone, Thor got his hammer back, Mjolnir. And then I just go like, wait, what the fuck happens to Thor over there in that fucking timeline? He's like, oh, fuck, my mom's going to die. We have all these dark elves coming. I got no fucking hammer. I mean, I just go like, you come back to that minute and return the hammer. Fine. But I was like, what the fuck? Second of all. So this timeline with Loop and everything, with Looper and all of the other movies, time travel, it just introduces a headache. But then like Disney Defenders, MCU fanboys and girls will be like, oh, you know, Loki kind of escapes. So that kind of continues the story. Still, there's still the bad Loki. And then you can continue the storyline. I'm like, uh, that's a cop out in my opinion. And then also Captain America is the one that will go back to the timelines and return the stones. I was like, okay. And then the whole premise of like, guys, we have limited amount of pimp particles. Why don't you jump to a time where pimp particles are there and pick up some more and then steal that shit like you're stealing the stones? Why is the stone the only thing you want to displace? And then like, you know, everybody dying and stuff. It's like, well, you have enough pimp particles. You know how to do You figured out fucking time travel. Yeah, the current Tony died, but you, go, you can go back and then save Tony or not have the Thanos come at all, you know, going back to that time. Oh wait, maybe that's not the that's not the same nebula that's there. That's not how the time travel works. I don't know. It could. It already happened, and you change the past with the stones and everything. Anyways, I'm like, you know, why they make this like this uh this what you, this massive plan they put together? Bring the stones back and bring them back to their time respective timelines. And then one of the things that doesn't make sense is like, how the fuck do you return a soul stone? So. Like, Captain America goes back and returns the ether, returns the Mjolnir, returns the mind, and then the fucking uh, space stone somehow without the Tesseract, without the fucking uh, scepter. And also, ether, you want to put it back in Natalie Portman? Is that what you want to do? And then the fucking uh, return the power stone and the orb again? You want the Guardians to do their thing again? But that Gamora's gone, so how the fuck does that work? 
And then, yeah, how do you return the, back to the soul stone? How do you, uh, and then the time stone, you know, you figure out with the ancient one. How the fuck do you f- return the soul stone? Like, you're gonna, like, it would be, wouldn't it be fucking awkward? Captain America goes back to Vormir and then sees Red Skull, and I'm like, oh, this motherfucker. This is, how did you get here? You know what I mean? And I'm like, like, what was the exchange there? How do you return that? Do you just throw it back in the water and be like, all right. Explain to the next people that come that so first uh, do that fucking speech again. I'm gonna throw you fucking over, and then I'll just keep this fucking soul stone. You know what I mean? Or maybe yeah, uh, it's like some of these, some of these things didn't get closed, and then Captain America decided to just stay in his age, and then decide to uh, live his life, right? You know, and then just age gracefully. And I go like, wait. So they try to call Cap back. He didn't. So how did he fucking show up? I don't. I don't understand. So he just got old in his. T- you know, revised timeline. What about the Captain America that was frozen underwater in Antarctica at that point? I guess like, hey guys, I came back. Uh, never mind. How'd you make it back here? I, I don't know. I just uh, woke up and got here. So you completely forgot about that Captain America that's been frozen for about 30 years at that time. So I'm like, what the fuck? You have to have two Captain Americas. So what does, what does our already known Captain America do in the 1970s with the with that still frozen Captain America. See, I'm just getting annoyed trying to think about all these things. And then the Thanos, the power level, in, you know, Elgin, Elgin Tensity talked about this. And then I was like, the power levels are way out of whack. And I'm like, I completely agree. And then the argument that some, some of my friends are trying to give is like, oh, well, Thanos knows better with the fucking weird Nebula connection, which is also a weird like nebula goes back to the past but then it's still the same serial number same wi-fi access code or something so that like you get both memories both control and shit i'm like uh okay that's kind of clever but not really okay like how how i don't know about this mind control from distance with nebula why didn't why didn't thanos do this beforehand like nebula where the fuck did you go between guardians of galaxy volume one and two why didn't they do that at that time right all of a sudden, they're using it in this timeline because uh, the, the the evil Nebula started fucking freaking out. And then the power level out of whack. Thanos has a new uh, the spear that he got. But then I'm like, the fucking Thor with the Stormbreaker almost defeated Thanos with all six, you know, Infinity Stones. And yet, like, this spear somehow that's not a, that doesn't have the Infinity Stone power is easily handling Captain America with the hammer, Iron recovered Iron Man, and then Thor with Stormbreaker and the fucking hammer. Granted, Thor is like fucking like fat Lebowski fat. So he's like, oh yeah, I'm not combat ready. But I'm like, he's a fucking god still. You know what I mean? And then Captain Marvel, clearly they, they filmed the this movie beforehand and she just like disappeared. And then she, I, I, I worry that they're gonna step on wolf this shit like Justice League. Superman just shows up like boom, one, two, punch, step on wolf, you dead, boom. And they're like, yeah, you made Superman way too powerful. Captain Marvel's at that level, so I guess they kind of got clever and be like, well, we don't want to do that. So uh, Thanos may not be able to defeat Captain Marvel on his own, but the powers with the help of Power Stones, like a little bit of poop, and then like blast her away. Where the fuck was Captain Marvel the entire time anyway? And then, like, she shows up so damn fucking late. And then, there is that one. And then, how does Pepper Potts get an Iron Suit and get that good? Who the fuck is watching the little little star kid? I guess Happy Hogan was, but I'm like, what the fuck? What if the mom died too in this battle for the fucking ages of universe? It makes no absolute fucking sense at all. And then, there's that one moment all the female superheroes get together. The Valkyrie, Captain Marvel, 
uh, Wasp, uh, you know, Scarlet Witch, and uh, Pepper Potts. And I just like when they had that all seen together, I guess all the ladies go, Woo! But then this goes with the whole, oh my God, this is a little overbearing. Like, oh, look at us moment. Look at us. We're so diverse, Hollywood moment. I just go like, can you not do this? And then and then she picked up the Infinity Gauntlet from Spider-Man and then starts sprinting down. And I'm like, where the fuck are you going? Oh, I guess she's trying to get to the time machine. I, I, I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm so confused. And then I just go like, man, whatever. And then where was Ronan the accuser in this entire thing? <laughs> it's like, Ro- Ronan is in that timeline that... You know, Thanos and the army fucking came from in the 2014, the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Volume 1 timeline. Where was Ronan? Where was Ronan? Ronan should have came and helped out or at least concluded from the Captain Marvel movie that like, oh, I'm here to fucking kill you. But I guess they didn't write the script for the Captain Marvel at the time they were filming the Endgame, so they didn't know. But I'm just like, Ronan, at least fucking help out, brother. And then... What did my other friend say? Where was Ronan? When I asked this question, I was like, uh, accusing in his universe. I'm like, fuck, dude. Fuck. So, I mean, as much as I, 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 I go like, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? I mean, did I have an emotion? Like, the reviews are either... I like the Infinity Wars better, which I thought was an okay movie to begin with. You know, it's pretty exciting because you built Thanos up so much, but you oversimplified him, even in his timeline. Gamora came back, and then I guess she's stuck in this timeline. So the Guardians, the uh, Volume Three with Thor, is gonna be like, "Hey, you gotta reset Gamora here," uh, which is a little weird, you know. Unless they want to do the thing like, "Yeah, you know what? Uh, how, how did Gamora catch up? Oh yeah, it's been like four years, and then uh, you know they caught up to her everything. And Nebula is a kind Nebula, you know, you know all that blah 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 blah, all that shit. And then Thor got skinny over those all those years too. If they want to skip it like that, fine. As long as Adam Warlock and all these other things." Sentinel being show up or Galactus or something, fine. Because I was expecting something better than time travel, I'll be honest. Because they built up the Infinity War so much, the Thanos all the way up here as the greatest villain. Yet, he got reduced to, you know what, I, I read what happened, so I'm going to kill all of you. Because up to a point where Thanos just got his head chopped off after the Avengers found out that, like, you know, I destroyed the stones. Like, I, I felt the significance of Thanos up to that level. It's like, dude, killing him at this point doesn't matter. He already he already won, you know? So that you felt the defeat. And then it's like, absolutely nothing you can do. I guess in a way, I go like, well, if this the celestial being show up and be like, Thanos, why the fuck did you do that? You know, if there's some, you know, Domamu like character shows up, you know, or the collector or the... You know, the, the, the Grand Master or something. Those are celestial beings, right? Supposedly, at least in the comics. So I just go like, if, if they were a little more creative introducing something grander stage than a fucking time travel, having nostalgia moments, which was really the thing. It's like Endgame is really an end to all three phases. Here's all the memories. Thanks for the effort and everything. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Cap. You know, that kind of stuff. I just go like, hey, uh, Falcon's the new Captain America. Okay, Bucky's not it. I'm just like, all right. Uh, I guess they're dividing all this into Earth, hum- earthly beings, and then the spatial, universal beings, or something, which is really messy. And then Disney Plus shows coming. It's a really messy thing. V- Vision and Scarlet Witch, you know, show coming, and I'm like, all right, all right. I guess you kept some of these guys alive. Try to keep the content plumping over the next five years at least for that library. But I'm just like, I I don't know. I I, I thought it was a bit of a cop out finish. 
And then Tony is like, I snapped a finger and then I figured it out for all of you. And I'm like, I would rather have Cap die, you know, in the midst of time travel. It's like, oh, shit, I fell into the wrong realm and hit my head. Uh, and Tony just going like, I fucking retire and I'm fucking done, you know, that level. Rather than just like, hey, Tony makes a crash sacrifice, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, it impacts with a Far From Home. So, you know, Far From Home trailer really looks good. And then that, even Kevin Feige says, that is a real conclusion to the Phase 3. I'm actually... I'm actually looking forward to the Far From Home because uh, I really, they, spoiler for that already also, like Mysterio shows up and then they're saying he's from another dimension, like fucking Nick Fury and then the show up and be like, he starts explaining that after he got dusted and he only showed up to the funeral. So I was like, oh, what the fuck? Where are all the jets and all that stuff? More, and then I watched the Avengers now, the original one. I got like, man, this is a little corny watching it after all this. <laughs> you know, I kind of felt that way when they were sh- playing that. But anyways, wow, I, I really went over. O- overall, go watch it and then I'll only watch the Far From Home uh trailer after you watch the end games it will make more sense i think i'm i'm more excited about the spider-man which is interesting and then do i really go like oh my god what's gonna happen what's next uh to be honest they kind of wrapped up most of the stories already and then i'm looking forward to the real conclusion in the far from home i just go like i am not thinking about phase four five six at the moment i mean they established all the characters they wrapped up whatever and then I go like, uh huh. Let the Disney Plus come. Let the next phases come with the uh, all these other things. And then they already announced a few other movies. So I'm just like, okay, whatever. Maybe maybe it's the burnout, the fatigue factor that's coming. And so I go like, yeah, maybe we need a break in between. And then I'm sure Disney, Marvel, all those guys perfectly understand that too. So, anyways, uh, that's where I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we're gonna check back in a couple weeks after the Memorial Day for America, after way after the Victoria Day for uh, Canada over there. Uh, is it? Is my timing right? So the it will be ooh twenty second is the next episode. Are we gonna have the both finale episodes? Ah, I guess we do. We got two episodes in, so just before the Memorial Day weekend. So let's see where we are. Uh, Game of Thrones. I'm I'm hoping maybe we can do a roundtable. I invite a couple friends and then I'll do that stuff. So that would be that might be the focus. Uh, coming whenever the Game of Thrones finishes. So we'll do that. Thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe on the Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, whatever pod thing you use. Spotify, I'm still working on it. That's my goal this year for 2019. And uh, email me for any questions or anything. aa-oyatoutlook.com, aa-oyatoutlook.com. I don't have Twitter, Instagram for this show. I got rid of Twitter. So, yeah, have a great rest of the week and then the next couple of weeks, and uh, we'll check back into the next